about this tropical storm that's headed towards Georgia because we both are in Georgia. It's dark. A lot of people always ask, like, it's raining there. I'm going to be doing interviews and you can hear the thunder in the background. It's, it's, really, it's almost a little embarrassing because we can't it's explain the weather. Yeah, mm-hmm. not ideal. It's not. So I like to ask artists um, on this show, what is good with you, especially with COVID? How have you, your family, your team been? <sighs> I've been... Okay. It's really like a, a one day at a time thing, you know? Yeah. So like when COVID started and obviously all of my shows kind of got shut down for however many months, I think that was the time where I had like a whole mental health crisis and I was like, the world is going to shit um, and kind of took some time to figure myself out and I don't know, process everything that was going on. But I think since the very beginning of COVID and going through the whole thing, I'm a lot better now. And I know like shows slowly starting to come back. And luckily my family has been really safe. Um, and there hasn't been anything like really, really tragic happen very close to me. So right now I'm doing okay. Yeah. That's so funny. Cause another artist, um, he talked about his um, mental health too. And a lot of people don't really understand, especially for you all that are actually performers, what it did to you all not, being able to actually go out and perform. I don't think people really um, grasped how hard that was. So what did you do during that free time? Did you kind of use that time was to write music? How you felt? Oh my gosh. Well, it's crazy too. Like I know some musicians and songwriters are very happy like writing music in their bedroom and kind of like fleshing out production by themselves and they like find a lot of peace doing it alone. But I feel like performing is such a sweet spot for me. And if I can't like bring everything and show it to other people, then it gets very confusing of like, why am I doing this? Cause well, I need that like human it. interaction. Yeah. So for the first like two months, probably I had nothing to say music wise. I was like, I'm just going to let myself, figure out what's going on in my head. And then after I had a couple months of processing, then I feel like, yeah, it all went into my songwriting. And it was interesting since I feel like Georgia kind of opened up a little quicker than a lot of places. So hitting like late summer of 2020, a lot of the like restaurant, winery, brewery gigs that I do every weekend started coming back. So that's been pretty stable since the end of summer last year. I definitely missed the like, songwriter rounds and like cooler shows Mm -hmm. but they did start to come back sooner than I was expecting they did I went to one and unfortunately it was an artist on this show and he caught COVID thankfully I'm back yeah I went to the show of his and I gave him a hug like great job because I like to support all you artists and then he put on his story he had COVID I had to go to CVS but thankfully I didn't have it I hope yeah 
thing that helped me. I, I, I don't know. I take my vitamins and everything. But um, yeah, Georgia definitely opened up quicker. But I hope that we all will kind of take this time to appreciate each other and our families and definitely our crafts being stuck in the house and we're losing so many people also. I don't think people realize how many people we've lost, whether you know them or not. So oh for you, God, for sure. when was that moment for you when you was like, music is for me, this is what I have to pursue? Yeah, it happened at such a young age, I feel like. So my parents threw me in a musical theater when I was like in elementary school because I, the performing aspect, like I loved being in front of people. I loved being on a stage. So I started that by doing theater for a few years. And then when I was nine, I started to show interest in like playing guitar or piano. So started pursuing that and like learned some guitar chords and took lessons when I was nine. And then it kind of didn't, it didn't stop after that. I think when I was around 12 years old or 13, I played kind of a, a bigger show. Like I was able to open for um, Sonia Lee at the Variety Playhouse just because like friends of friends led me there. And that was a huge room. And I played like two oh songs. God. Were you but nervous? After, I, would, I don't know. I think there's something about being a kid where you don't know to be nervous. I think mm. like there's a bit of being naive like, right. you don't know that there's any pressure. You don't mm -hmm. know that you could mess up. So I think I just, like, ran into the battlefield and was just pumped to be doing it. And after that, it, like, really clicked. Like, I kind of made up my mind that that's something that I wanted to do forever. Wow, that's such a young age. Because <laughs> I didn't realize I wanted to do this until I got in my 20s, but I always had a thing for arts. As you was going through your growing up, like, did you ever hear people say, wow, music is for you? Because sometimes people can see things in you before you actually see it in yourself. Did your family yeah. notice it in you? Well, it's funny. I was just talking about this kind of with my family about how, like, parents kind of tend to label their kids as certain things, like, oh, you're the independent one or you're the sensitive one. or, And I, my whole life, I just kind of heard that, that I was, like, really independent and really creative. And at first I was like, I don't understand this right. but as I've gotten older and I started looking back on like memories of myself like doing things and pursuing things on my own I've started to realize it more but yeah my grandma loves music um my dad has a bunch of friends that play music so I think it was something that was always around in the house and yeah. neither of my parents are very big musicians in any way but they were like if you want to do this like we'll support you and just kind of jumped on board with me which was crazy. So, so amazing. Sometimes your support, it comes from within in your household, your family. I mean, I feel like once you get the support from them, you're unstoppable. You don't care what the world has to say about you. And I wish more people understood that. Just let your kids, you know, follow the path. We all have life path. We're real big on that. We all have a life path. You just let your kids just boom, you'll be where you are today. So your single closure Mm -hmm. and that entire EP, like this one is about you. It's like the mm -hmm. title, and I can tell that you are a songwriter because I can tell that you took 
those songs from somewhere within or you got that inspiration from somewhere. So what is your whole creative process, especially with that EP? Because closure, oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. It, yeah, I, really, it's beautiful. Thank you. It's one of those things I definitely, like when I'm writing music, sometimes it's like a factual story. I'm not huge on metaphors. Like if I'm going to tell a story, it's basically going to be the facts just written in a slightly poetic way. Um, and every once in a while, there are other songs that I like think of the idea, create the song, but it doesn't have a lot of tangible meaning to me. But when I was narrowing down the songs for the EP, I just noticed myself gravitating towards the ones that were true stories. And then mm. trying to figure out the title of the EP, I was like, these are all just about people. Like, <laughs> these are every single person would know exactly what song is about them. So just titling it, This One Is About You, I was like, I don't know if this is going to get me in trouble later once all the songs are I out. I think it's amazing because so many us ladies, we can relate to that type of music. Think about Taylor. Taylor Swift is known for writing some of the best breakup songs ever. Yeah. And because it's relatable. It's relatable to all women, no matter your race, your genre. And Closure, it definitely got to me. I'm pretty sure it got to others. So what was your process when you go into the studio and make your music? Like, do you actually go in there and you just play your guitar and you kind of vibe it out? Or do you already have your notepad full of lyrics and you kind of just match, match, match it up pretty much? So I typically, I tend to write all of my songs acoustically. So especially for Closure, it was one of those like, we didn't really date, but we were both invested for a long time. And then... Mm -hmm legitimately ran into his mom at like our local Aldi and just felt all of the feelings rush back that I thought that I was mm -hmm. over. Went home, sat in my bedroom and wrote the whole song in 30 minutes. Just like, I never got the closure that I needed from you. Mm -hmm. And then, yes, yeah, so I, I tend to flesh out all the songs acoustically. And then I have a really, really great producer that I met at the University of Georgia in Athens, mm -hmm. um, Tommy Troutwine. And I take all the songs to him and we sort of start to talk about, like at his house studio, and we talk about like what instruments we want to use, what kind of production we wanted to use. And it's interesting, writing all the songs acoustically, I'm never sure which like direction the production is going to lean, but I knew for closure, I wanted it to be more pop. And I came in kind of like singing the different like rhythmic sections and different guitar sections, like I just did it all with my voice and then we found which instruments made the most sense to make that happen. But yeah, all the songs start like really acoustic first. Girl, that entire EP and that closure, that's, that is a hit. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. That is a hit. I got a very good ear for music and I love closure, especially I had a, not a similar situation to you, but you know, you feel like you see someone or you see someone that knows them, you're like, I thought I was over you. Right. I'm not. Apparently, I'm not. I had a situation with someone was in my, we had a girl talk. He popped yeah. up in my story. And I was like, why are you here? It's been a year. Like, why are you here? Those feelings came. I was like, oh my gosh. But I got like, my I thought I thought I processed this. Like, I thought this was over. Mm -hmm. And now my body is betraying me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. We all, all of us ladies do that. So did you ever get your closure? Oh my gosh. Um, no. Like, <laughs> I, um, I thought there were a couple guys that reached out after the EP came out kind of saying like, was the song about me? Like, you know, like, like little things. Um, but this guy never did. I'm still like, I talk about his little sister in the second verse and we're still 
like kind of friends. So I still hear from her from time to time, but I just really make sure to never bring him up because I don't want to know. <laughs> that is so amazing. That shows your creativity too. The fact that you're able to take like what you're feeling emotionally and put it on paper. A lot of artists, they can't do that alone. This is no mm-hmm. shade. A lot of artists cannot do that alone. They need someone around them to kind of, that's okay. But you have a very, very skilled artist when you're able to just, I feel this way, I'm going to put it on paper and it comes out I love, love that EP. So when it comes to your whole inspiration, if you could open up for one artist, who would it be on Big on Manifestation? We're going to put it out. Oh my gosh. I am huge on Manifestation. So my top two artists are Julia Michaels and Lennon Stella. And I think because they're- Julia Michaels? Where is she at? I don't, I don't know. Like they just disappear. They put out this good music and they just disappear. No, literally, I think like Julia Michaels is dating JP Sachs. I think that they're both incredible songwriters and musicians mm. live together and have disappeared from the world. I don't know. I think Julia Michaels does such a beautiful job of like creating really interesting moments in songs. And I know she started as a songwriter for years before putting out any music. And now she's just a powerhouse. And I find that really inspiring, like other female songwriters. So I would love to open for her. We're going to put that out in the universe. Hopefully she comes back. I, I really, you had, she had me think about her. She wrote that song from Twilight, right? Um, uh, well, she had a song in 50 Shades of Gray. Which song was that when she wrote Twilight? It's one song that gets me, makes me feel the same way you did with Closure. But I haven't heard from her the same way I heard her from Hillary Duff. Like they give us these great albums. And Dale, where is And Dale? They just give us good music and they just disappear on us. Yeah. So when it comes to your music, you are very emotional and you put all your feelings out there. Like what's one thing that you want your fans to understand about you when they listen to your music? I think. I don't know. There's something I want people to know that their feelings are not alone, I guess. Like even when we're going through things that feel really specific to us, I find the songs that I find the most comforting are the ones that seem really specific, but somehow relate to everybody. And you're Mm -hmm. like, I didn't know that there was anyone else on the entire planet that could feel the things that I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I want to create music that makes people feel like that, where they can kind of go within themselves and get vulnerable, but also feel like connected to somebody else. And when I have a room full of people that all love my music, I know that they're like a community, like they just mm-hmm. get each other automatically because they're ready to be vulnerable, but also probably dance for some songs and yeah, get to know one each other, get to know one another. And speaking of dance to your songs, what's one of your performances that you've had that you would never forget? Yeah, I did. So the EP came out in April. And then Mm -hmm. at the very end of April, I did the EP release show at Eddie's Attic in Decatur. And that was only maybe my third time doing a full band show. 
but it was just an evening with Aspen and Nanda. And the first time I played at Eddie's Attic, I did their open mic when I was like 13, but I've never headlined before. So it was kind of a full circle for so many things, like putting out this huge project that I absolutely loved and headlining the Eddie's Attic stage and it just filling it with people that knew all of the words and supported me. And oh my gosh, I just like wanted to cry throughout the whole set. I was like, this is the most magical moment. All of you people here that love what I'm doing and like Mm -hmm. see me. Like, I feel like they all saw me. Oh, this, I love talking to you performers. The way you all talk about your craft is just, it's, it's different. It's definitely different Um, the way you all talk about your craft because I think you all have a personal relationship with um people because you actually perform. It's not like just putting it online and, you know, everybody's yeah. on YouTube. Oh, I love you. Like, you never met these people. They have no way to get to your shows. So I think it's more intimate when you do these little small shows and stuff. So this is a new um, thing that I've started with you artists is so what is one hidden talent that you have that people will be shocked to find out so I I've been I've been asked this before and I normally have nothing to say so I've been <laughs> pondering about it <laughs> because part of me is like I have one skill and one skill only and I'm literally trying to make it my career so what <laughs> else do I have inside me but I realized I'm kind of weirdly good at bowling like my, my parents were in a bowling league in college. So just growing up with my sister, like every weekend we would go to the bowling alley. So I was just where right. our family did. So I'm kind of really good at that. Um, and I really like if guys take me on dates to the bowling alley, cause they think they're going to crush me. And then I just crush them. Oh, I love that. I yeah. like that. What about golf? Have you like, you like those days when they take you to golf and skating and stuff like that? Yeah. I'm not I like, a golfer. Like, yeah. Bowling. Yeah. Um, I think bowling is more interactive. Golf is a little boring. Um, you know. Yeah, like I'll sit on a, I'll sit on a, um, what are they called? A golf cart, and like drink and hang out with you. But I don't necessarily <laughs> want to hit the ball across. I'm a cancer. I have um, the little constellation oh, tattoo right here. You know I can tell you, cancer. I love cancer. I am a Libra. My rising is cancer. Cancer oh. women are very free and spirited, and everybody gravitates to you all. So that's why I love, love cancers. So, Thank what you. is the best advice that you have been given so far throughout your career? Mm, I think there's this like story or saying that basically people constantly think about the things that they're going to do and talk about the things that they're going to do. But without actually taking a step forward, there's no way to put it into motion. Like kind of like if you're sitting on a ship, but you're not in the water, you're not going to go anywhere. But the second that you start moving the wind and the universe will direct you in the right direction. So I think even if you don't know what the right path is, as long as you're taking any kind of action to make something happen, then the universe will come in and point you little baby steps the right way. And then you can pivot and you can keep moving, but just thinking and talking about all the things you want to do, isn't going to get you anywhere. 
So just I said something like this, and I don't think people took it the right way because I, I feel like you have to put you have to put your words to action. You know, everybody's like, "Oh, we're gonna go to the moon." What are you doing to go to the moon? Like, have you right, right. people to act who actually went there? Like, have you signed up for programs where they offer people to go to the moon? Like, what have you done to do that? I'm very big on that. Just it's it's not it's hard. I understand that sometimes it can be hard for some people, but I feel like if it's your passion you will find a way to get it done. Yeah, I think as soon, as soon as you show the universe that you're serious about something and you're gonna at least try in whatever way you can think of, they'll be like, oh, she actually cares. Like, let's nudge her the right way and show her what path could really take her to where she wants to go. Yeah, I love it. Wow, you talk just like me. I'm really big on life paths and stuff. <laughs> wow. <Yes. laughs> I'm so afraid. So what do you have coming out? Because your EP um, just came out. What is next for you? Yeah, the EP came out in April. So I'm going to keep probably posting and talking and build that up for as long as I can. But I'm going back into the studio at the very end of August. Mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure how I want to do the release plan, but I want to probably do more of like a pop album just to try mm-hmm. it. I have a few songs that I don't love playing acoustically, but I think could just be so fun um, as like pop bangers. So yeah, I'm going to keep writing music and record the next album. Um, A bunch of shows every weekend is kind of just slowly down the same path and see what happens. Yeah, the shows are definitely getting back there. I'm trying to go out. We have a show. I love going to you all show on this segment. One thing about me, I support everyone on this show. I share their stuff. And I see you all accomplishment. And I have a What's Good playlist also on Spotify and Apple where I add you guys songs there. So as I'm promoting the show, I want to promote you artists so you all are able to get your music out there also. But before I go, what do you, how do you feel about the state of pop right now? Because I'm actually kind of proud right now of the state of pop. How about you? The state of pop? Pop music. Yeah, I think it's going in such a sick direction. Mm -hmm. Like... Yeah, I absolutely love it. Yeah, I like the fact that there's so many, you know, women, they're actually, like, they have their own platform. I think I grew up in the 90s. We only had Christina and Aguilera, and they tried to pinpoint them together. Nice. You know, I hate that. <laughs> you know, I'm team Britney, you know. But uh, <laughs> I feel like right now we have so many of them. They're actually, like, they're being more vulnerable, like you spoke about earlier. Mm-hmm. So I love this thing. I wish we had more men. That's what re- that's what relaxing men. Yeah, you know, music. Mm-hmm, men who are like expressing their feelings. But it was so nice meeting you, Aspen. I hope you had a great time. I told you it was gonna be very simple and chill. These interviews are fun, and they're all about you as the artist. So how did they go? Oh my gosh, I absolutely loved it. Like this was so easy. It was just mm-hmm. yeah, talking to a best friend. I loved it. Yeah, that's what everybody says. <laughs> <laughs> like an interview you know i hate those because i've been on shows where they ask me questions they make me feel like i'm interviewed it's like stiff yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i'm so glad you had a great time so your interview will be um the week starting september 13th so if you don't know i spend the whole week promoting you artists i promote three singles monday to wednesdays and the interview drop on fridays but i'll send your pr team um the dates and the flyers um two or three days before it comes out that sounds great Thank you so much. You have a great night. Hey, y'all. Just want to say thank you so much for watching the show. Hope you enjoyed it. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to like, comment, 
share, and of course, hit that subscription button. I am grateful for every view, whether you like me or you don't. And don't forget, I got a podcast too. There are exclusive episodes on that podcast, so don't forget to go check that out as well. They're on Spotify, iTunes, Our Heart Radio, Pandora. Baby, I'm everywhere, okay? And follow me on social media. I'm Kayla Got the 411 on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, Tumblr. Baby, like I said, I'm everywhere. Thank you again for watching the show, and I'll see you on the next episode of Kayla Got the 411.